Sax FM 107.2, uh, it's about now. If I was to say Princess of Africa, if I was to say one of the most beautiful voices in the country, if I was to say an absolute world stage legend, what would you think of? You would of course think of Mama Yvonne Chaka Chaka, who is in the building at the moment. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Very well, Mike. Thank you very much. It's just so nice to know and see vibrant people at Tux. Yeah, well, we, you know, we're always <laughs> vibrant here. I can um, see that. Okay, so you have just graced us with your presence by driving through Gazina and driving through Pretoria and because you were at a um, you were at an event for the Institute of Malaria here at UP. Yeah, it was just so amazing to just be with the, um, the School of Health. Yes. Uh, talking to PhD students who do TB, malaria, nutrition, biochemistry and, um, and just all sorts of things. I sat there today and I thought, what is the date today? The 13th? Um, it's, is it Friday the 13th? They say it's always a bad day, but it was the no, greatest day of my life. Yeah. Just knowing that uh, there's a lot that UP students do, uh, you know, particularly from the uh, public school of health. I was very, very, very impressed. And I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I was um, reunited with an old friend, um, uh, uh, Professor uh, um, Eric Bach, okay. who is amazing. I mean, he's well known in the, in, in the world stage, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's just talk, if you don't mind. Can you can you take me back to um, to a rather harrowing time in your um, in in your career? Um, just after you got back from Gabon in two thousand and four, uh, one of your dear friends and and, uh, and and members of your band Pumzile and Tuli passed away from malaria. Can we just talk very quickly about uh, about about what had happened and how you how you got into the malaria? Um, how you got into malaria awareness because that's ultimately what um what 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 you're looking at doing yeah well you know today being at tux um was just amazing because you know it all started there in 2004 i traveled to gabon to perform it was amazing i had no knowledge of malaria. I had no knowledge of goodwill ambassadors. All I was ever interested uh, on was just performing, making money and having fun. Little did I know that when we came back from Gabon, Pumzile had contracted malaria. Unfortunately, she passed on. Yeah. That was the beginning of this long road for me. Yeah. Because between June, when Pumzila died, and January, I was just sitting there and doing research about malaria. Yeah. And when I learned that malaria was preventable, curable and yet so many people were dying i thought something needs to be done in january 20 2005 i got a call from unicef they wanted this Yvonne chaka chaka to be a unicef goodwill ambassador i had no clue what that entailed but um, i traveled to ethiopia and i met all these guys and we started chatting and i listened Ask questions. What does a goodwill ambassador do? You know, do I get paid? Lots of money. Do I travel? Do they say travel? A lot. Okay. Getting paid? No. And I said, what do I do? What do, do, I, do what am I going to do? So they explained everything to me. And I said to them, maybe this is the right time. But I want to be a goodwill ambassador for malaria. Yeah. I told them about Pumzilla's story. I told them that the past six months have been chastising to me. And they said, we'll have to go back to, 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 to UNICEF um, and tell them that you want to do malaria. They wanted me to do AIDS. Okay. But because it had happened to me, you know, you always say you never thought it could be until it happened to you. Yeah. So that's all, that's, it started all there. And um, for 14 years down the line, I still do all this work. Here for me, are, yeah. I realized that there's correlation between AIDS, TB and malaria. 
and nutrition. Yeah. So those are the four things that I advocate for, including education, because I always and constantly say there's no wealth without health and yeah. education and good nutrition. Okay. All right. Let's go back even further. Take me back, Dobsonville, 1965. <laughs> You're born in Dobsonville. What was it like growing up in pre-apartheid Soweto? With all of the vibe, with all of the, with all of the culture, with all of the, with, with all of the, 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 the mass sort of um, things that we would now, well, that we now appreciate. What was, what was your childhood like growing up in Dobsonville? My childhood was amazing, I must say. I, I, I grew up with a very close-knit family. My dad worked for a company called Heritage. He was a driver of the company. My mom worked as a domestic worker. I have okay. two elder sisters, Rafilwe and Doreen. And my father died when I was 11. And when dad died, it was the beginning of trouble. Yeah. The, the, the white government took the house from my mother. Okay. So we ended up staying in the madam's backyard. But I'm so grateful to Pat and Philip, you know, Jan, Vivienne and Louise, um, you know, who, who were the madam's uh, children. Because the madam, Pat, housed us. We stayed in the backyard, which was a room for the maid. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was just sad because... There was a school just across the road, St. Catherine's. So Vivian and Louise would go to the school and my mom will, you know, hold their hands and take them to school. And me and my two elder sisters had to commute yeah. to Soweto. I was, I was going to save the story um, for a little bit later, but, but if you don't mind, if you could indulge me, um, I'd like to uh, tell you the first time that I ever heard Mkomboti. Where was it? I love it. You even have a cue. I you think, are yeah. a, a South African <laughs> if you, proper if, one. If you, can't, if you can't do the proper Mkomboti, then, then, then you can't say it. Yeah, tell um, them if you can't do Mkomboti, we yeah, yeah, but you, we can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, I was, I, I very much like, uh, like, like, like you was in a, in a well, um, very much like, like many South Africans, um, was in a situation where both my parents worked and um, that meant that I was raised by my second mother and my Your second nanny. mother yeah exactly well she, she she wasn't a nanny she was she was somebody who was well she we we always said that she ran the household oh, um, her name was Pauline Sekati and Pauline Sekati used to bring tape to work Tapes. every day. Yeah, she, had a, she had a, 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 a big bag that would come and it would be Hugh Masekela and Miriam Makeba and Brenda sometimes Fassi. Brenda Fassi. And if she was feeling a little bit adventurous, some uh, some Suvuka and Javuka um, and some Johnny Cake. But my favorite, my favorite song was the song that used to play, and it was only much later that I that I learned the um that I that I learned what song it was, and that was Ivan Chaka Chaka's Umkomboti. Oh, how nice! Umkomboti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it. So, so for me, I I can I can very much appreciate, um, because your music has 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 just bridged that gap between a woman who was born. Very, very, very far away from where I was born, who spoke a completely different language to me, um, but was was, for lack of a better term, my second mother, and um, and when she passed away a couple of years ago, we played Mkomboti at a oh, at a, at a funeral. Rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I I want to personally thank you for for bridging that gap through 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 the use of music. So, so if you don't mind, can we talk about Mkomboti? Yeah, it's very funny because you know, um, obviously, I started singing at nineteen. There, I was completed my matric and due to go to university. Um, my elder sister is a nurse; she wanted to be a doctor, and my middle sister is a a teacher. She's that's all she ever wanted to do, teaching. And I find myself in the streets, 
looking for a bursary because my mother wanted me to study law. So there was the only place where black people could go and get a scholarship or a bursary was a place called Race Relations. It was on Smith Street in Bramfontein. So I kept on going there and every time the queues were long and this particular day I find myself at the SABC and I thought, you know, then there was a guy called Louis Lope who had brought Magino songs, who sang Holiday and... Um, so we were paired, you know, because the SABC was so bureaucratic at that point. Yeah. So they paired the people so that they can go for an audition. So the guy comes in, he sees this lady called Sungu. He invites Sungu. Sungu invites me to go to with her to this record company in D, at, called Defon. So I get there. I'm not the one invited. I'm being invited by this friend. I don't know what happened in the boardroom, but as I was standing up leaving, the the white man, Phil Hollis, calls me to say, come in the room. The song had already been written. With the phone and things like that. They were looking for Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Okay. A person to sing the song. So we recorded, I'm in love with the, the DJ. We recorded, I'm burning up with it. Recorded, thank you, Mr. DJ. And then... I didn't realize I'm burning up was so early. I thought that it, uh, that, that it came much later. No. Okay. No. It was, thank you. It was, I'm in love with the DJ. Then thank you, Mr. DJ. And then I'm burning up. And I think on that album, I'm not sure whether it's the album which had, I'm burning up or I'm thank you, Mr. DJ. But Um Komboti was one of those last tracks. Like, let's just hoy that, you know, to yeah. make... Um, Four, four, or or three, three. I can't remember because it was a tape. Remember? Yes. Three this side, three that side. So it was just one of those like songs to say we need to fill up uh, the tape. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, it turned out to be one of my biggest songs in the world. I oh, man, I've just got goosebumps. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. So let's let's get back to 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 to, to the vibe here. Okay. So we fast forward from 1965 when you were born from Dobsonville. Let's just highlight very quickly 1987 New York. Meeting Miriam Makeba at uh, Radio City. Well, Talk to I, me. I, I didn't meet Miriam in, uh, um, at Radio City. Okay. Uh, it was Aretha Franklin who I met at Radio City in okay. 2011. But um, this is 1985. I've just completed my metric the previous year, looking for a job, couldn't find the job, started singing, making lots of money. I was making lots of money. I mean, Yvonne, Brenda, Farsi, Stimela, Savuka, we were selling records. Yeah. We were selling tapes. Tapes were going. People were buying music. We were doing festivals. I mean, you would do three, four festivals in a day, you know. And uh, I thought, I've made some little money. I need to travel. I want to travel the world. So I was a girl or record artist at the time. I traveled overseas with a lady called um, uh, whatever, forgot the name, okay. but uh, Patricia. So I had a chaperone. So he, she traveled with me. Um, Gelo bought me, I think it was Phil Hollis, bought me a ticket for one month. So I thought I needed to see the world. I'm working, I'm young, I'm making lots of money. So I did America first and then I came to Europe and then coming back to South Africa. This is in 1987, my very first trip overseas. Yes. I'm walking on 42nd Street. And guess who I see? Ray Perry. And Ray Perry is the guy I've been asking, you know, him to record me. And, and he told me, you can't sing. Okay. Yeah. Ray Perry told yeah. Yvonne Chaka Chaka, yeah. I can't sing. You can't sing. Your voice is very good for gospel. 
those were his words. You you can't sing pop, you know, pop, it's people like Brenda Farsi, people like Cheek to Cheek, people like Lena Kama, who, uh, who was singing, I need somebody to love me. Oh, and I'm feeling so bad. I'm like, oh, okay. He said to me, your you voice is good for gospel. But you didn't want to do gospel. You, don't, no. you wanted to do pop. Okay. I mean, gospel was not popular at the time. No. And I thought, mm, I just felt degraded, unappreciated, and but I left. So there I was. And he says to me, I'm taking you somewhere and I'm feeling a bit shippish. Where is he taking me to? And he asked me, what are you doing here? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm visiting. I mean, I'm in New York. I mean, you see all these tall buildings. Yeah. And we get into this building, Omni building, Omni, Omni house or something like that. I still remember very well. And he knocks and the woman opens the door and it's Miriam McKeever. And I look at this beautiful woman. She was tall and she was standing on the stove. She was cooking. And Race says, this is Yvonne Chaka Chaka. They were busy rehearsing for Graceland. For Graceland. Yeah. Yes. So Ray says, Mazi, this is Yvonne Chaka Chaka. So she looks at me. She says, hello. I hear you and Brenda Fassi are the it thing in South Africa. We will never, ever go back to South Africa. And that's how I met Miriam McKeever. Okay. I was so starstruck. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't even think that superstars cook. She was standing on the stove yeah. and she was cooking. Okay. And that's how I met Mary McKeever. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just whilst we're on the subject of, of, of meeting people, um, I believe that you had a very, very interesting run-in with Beyonce and Tado Madiba. <laughs> well, it wasn't a running as such. Yeah. Um, in 2000 and um, the very first 4664. Yes. When was it? Whatever year it was. 2006, 2005, whatever. It was, yeah, yeah. it was in Cape Town. Yes. So we went to Cape Town and it was packed. Bono. Uh, oh, you name all these artists and and. Beyonce, Solange, and everybody. So we were just sitting there waiting to be introduced to Madiba. Yes. And they were introducing the 4664. And I was very lucky because Madiba had asked me to be the ambassador for 4664. So we're sitting and waiting. So there are all these big stars, you know. And um, so Madiba comes in. He looks at all these people. He doesn't recognize them. The only person he recognizes is me. <laughs> so he calls me, he gives me a hug, he says, oh, darling, how are you doing? He holds me, gives me a hug, and we start chatting. And so everybody was, like, surprised. So, you know, Beyonce was like, so are you his daughter, you know? And uh, I said, no, I'm not his daughter, but he's the father of the nation. That's it. You know? <laughs> That's it. Um, okay, all right, so your most recent, uh, let, let's talk about re recording now um, versus what it was like recording back then. So, so the, uh, okay, not, not your most recent, but, but one of the most recent songs that has come out um, from you, Keep Looking At Me. Why does Yvonne Chaka Chaka need to say Keep Looking At Me? It's been 30 years. We need to <laughs> I think the song should be titled, uh, like, like, you know, Look At Me Now. Sorry, it's just, a, it's just a personal thing. Why do we need to keep looking at you? You know, it's 33 years since I've been in the music industry. Yeah. I started in 1985 and I've been very, very lucky because there's been just consistency in my music industry. Yeah. In, in, well, in my, in my music um, of, um, life, traveling all over the world, performing, you know, for different people. And um, now after 33 years, I am able to say thank you to everybody who supported me, yeah. everybody who's held my hand, everybody who's criticized me, everybody who's just made me what I am. 
including my family and my husband. And that's why I'm saying, just keep looking just at me. Just keep looking. Yeah. It's, there's still more to come. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, oh, Yvonne Chaka Chaka, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for, 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 for being here. What an amazing interview. I just love it. It's just so nice to know that the integration is there and... Um, it's just wonderful. You are amazing. Viva. Viva, viva. <laughs> Ivan Chaka Chaka, Tax FM 107.2. It's about now.